I think we did. Mm. But yeah, just the taste of avocado, just by itself, mixing with anything else. Like every time I order sushi, I will always ask them to remove it. I cannot. So I cannot okay, stand. okay. So here's what will happen, That's a Joe. Bitch move. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all Do good. It. It's all good. When, when next time I'm in town and we go out to the to the, the sushi <laughs> joint. I'll just have them take your avocado and put it on mine. See, here's what I don't get. There's so Mm -hmm. many different rolls you can get that don't have avocado. (laughs) But to specifically ask for those rolls and say, can you leave out the avocado is just a little bit much to me. Really? Well... I guess it is much. It's just, I guess you're just so happy that every roll that I like has to have avocado in it. I didn't even pick up on that. Uh, just that kind of guy, I guess. Damn, Joe. <laughs> you bougie as fuck. <laughs> I'm going to try going to eat sushi and ask them to remove the rice. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Old Talking Connection, and I think I just—I think I just may never get used to this monthly schedule. Yeah, it's something about the excess of uh, time is just screwing with me. But uh, anyway, did you hear that? That was a brain fart. It's one of the worst ones I've ever had. Oh, wow. Okay. Let me try that again. Yeah. I wish I could tell you about things I saw or stuff I watched or stuff that's cool to check out, but I've been in a funk. I've been in a very thorough funk. I just haven't been doing much of anything, even though school's been on for a minute. It's going to be back on soon, and with my luck, that'll be exactly when my funk goes away. In which case, I'll have all the energy and desire to do this stuff with none of the free time to do it because the world is a massive dick. Oh, sometimes I hate this planet. What I don't hate is that we're back to Street Fighter 2V. That's right, we got some more episodes, and they've been getting good. So, please enjoy. Alright, after a far too long time, we've returned to Street Fighter 2V. And, uh, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but have we hit the point where you initially, um, fell off on the series, sort of? Yeah. I didn't fall off. I didn't, I think I maybe I didn't have access or, I guess it's pretty easy to access, but, uh, yeah, we did where I kind of left off. You know what it was? I think I was doing that thing where I would be like, oh, I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to start from the beginning and then I mm-hmm. would get distracted again. Yeah. I do that with B-Wop a lot. But yeah, the um so the I feel like I've I the last thing I had watched before was I think I fell asleep on the episode after the cave. So when Dalzim cuz I kind of remember Dalzim taking them uh to the waterfall and and but I don't remember what happened after that. So everything after that point was pretty new to me. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah. I'm finally uh, getting to see things fresh. And I don't know if it was because of... Okay, I definitely know it's not because I hadn't seen it. or, But I don't think this was present in the other episodes, but it felt like these ones got dragged out a lot longer. 
Somewhat. Some of it is just like what they tried to cover. Uh, like, I mean, for example, the um, there's a couple of things they could have excised from the uh, India arc, which is what I'll call it. Like the weird bit with Doctor Quinn, medicine woman, just kind of happened. Oh no, I I resolved. I like that part. It, it kind of I don't know. It was weird watching because I was every time we watch these, I think of how it could inform a Street Fighter movie. So I was mm-hmm. thinking that's how you set up that these guys are. Uh, you know, they solve everything with violence. So I think mm-hmm. that was kind of important for Delzim to kind of watch from afar. Um, yeah. But specifically, it wasn't shit like that, but it was more like things were getting stretched out. Like, the fight with Vega lasted, like, like two like two half episodes and a full episode. Mm-hmm. And, and two of those episodes ended, like, the exact same way. Yeah. And, and then we watched Cammy like, get ready to kill... Uh, what's his name for, like... I, I actually watched another episode... Um, afterwards, because I was a little, yeah. But it's not really a spoiler to say that that gets dragged out. Yeah. Well. <laughs> she stands on that ledge for like a full two episodes. Yeah, she has enough time to uh, like image train herself on doing the job. And then proceeds <laughs> and it to hangs not on it. It hangs on it for <laughs> so long. And then proceeds to not do it the way she thought about doing it. Yeah. Like really, it just kind of hung on his like corpse just lying there hella like it was actually kind of kind of morbid <laughs> it just stayed fixed on his dead body for way too long yeah yeah and he was just i really want to know what the hell he was typing because he was just typing forever yeah, he was going at it yeah um i kind of see what you mean um because i was thinking i remember when we were uh talking about air master there was uh, a fight in it where one of the characters was th- like flashing back to it, and you kind of got to see what the fight would look like in real time, more or less. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you see those sequences, just kind of like one after the other, without weird breaks in between, it actually progresses at the speed a normal fight would. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking the Vega fight would be insane if they did that to it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of cuts in between, and while I like that the cuts to it were having to do with Ryu mastering the dough, I'll get more into that later. Like, I think that fight could be a lot more just like frantic and scary without the cuts in between. Yeah, it was a lot of um, slow motion, like close-ups of people screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Really, I think like the hallmark to both of the arcs we covered here is just fucking brutality. Shit gets raw. Yeah, there's a lot of blood. Uh, it's uh, one thing to watch the ones I've seen already, but to see how far they take it with kind of the blood and the gore and stuff like that. Uh, it's cool. It's a very violent show, and yet it's got this weird kid-friendly tone to it. But uh, yeah, I, yeah. The violence just spikes at certain points. It's mm-hmm. uh, kind of why I was drawing a line between it and uh, Virtual Fighter, something we, something else we watched. Whereas um, Virtual Fighter is like a similar focus on martial arts and fighting, but the uh, violence is primarily bloodless. Which a couple of a, a bunch of the fights in here are too. It's just like when you know it's it's like. 
when Ken Ryu are facing people that are either on the level with them or are potentially better, it's when things kind of spike. Yeah. And then I, I, it was, there's a big turning point, too, um, I feel like. And it's, it's not overt, but I feel like we've met and fought with everyone where they're gonna, where they're gonna, you know, oh hey, like I'm fighting you, and but you're not a bad dude. Let's be buddies now. Um, yeah. So they're starting to meet more sinister people, but I, I do kind of feel like that might happen with Cammy, just because it seems like she's being misled. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, Balrog's uh, claiming he's this this assassination mission is sanctioned by Interpol, but yeah. But, uh, yeah, but also a lot of those uh, early fights, or I guess maybe not yet because I watched another episode, but they seems like they're going to pay off um, by having those characters actually return. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, before I go into any more... Notice one of us isn't doing a whole lot of talking, so let me just address him directly. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of these episodes? Uh, they were good. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, are we gonna kind of work away from the mm-hmm. first few, then go through, or should, I mean, we can we can make a chronological path. Okay. If you uh, prefer. Okay, well, it seems like the first set of episodes was focused around, I guess, uh, learning the Hadouken. That's what it kind of felt like. And then the second part kind of was more all about the fight with Ken and Vega. Although this is kind of weird. This may just be the sub thing, but um, both the sub, like the subtitles, and also just what was said in Japanese. Um, God, what's his name? Bison? He said his name was Vega. Did that happen yeah. in English? Okay, that, um, all right. So yeah, it wasn't. All right. Um, I don't know if I've covered this on the show. I can't. Well, I'm surprised Joe doesn't know this already. Mm, how would I? It happens. It's it's. That's. Um, I'm just surprised after all these years. But I, there was a, a, a when you see Cammy um, mm-hmm. also, uh, and Jump Kills will explain this when she. When I, I think where well, some there's like document or something it's, somewhere um, about Balrog and it says yeah. M Bison. His ID. Yeah, yeah. It says M Bison instead, but uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Joe, here's the drill, right? In Japan, uh, the big boxer guy, the big black guy that was driving around in these episodes. Mm-hmm. In Japan, his name is M Bison. Oh. It's supposed to be like a direct nod to Mike, like a shameless nod to Mike Tyson. Right. right. And in Japan, you know, the names basically when they tried to port the game to the U.S., Capcom got a little scared. They worried about some legal action being taken, especially since Balrog is not exactly a a sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. He's actually really mean, mean and dumb. Hmm. Um, but uh, they had to. They switched the names around to avoid that. So in Japan, uh, the big boxer is uh, M Bison. The crazy guy with the claw is Balrog. I was wondering about that. Okay. And the scary dictator is Vega. What? It's, yeah. It's, so whoa. 
in order to avoid copyright stuff, they switch the names around. Huh. Tater is Bison. The Claw Guy is Balrog. No, the Claw Guy is Vega, and the Boxer is Balrog. So oh. it's a funny thing in like uh, fighting game tournaments, Street Fighter tournaments, to avoid confusion, especially at international tournaments. They distinguish the characters as Claw, Boxer, and Dictator. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh. I didn't know that part. Whoa. Uh, uh, well, you guys just blew my mind. I didn't know any of that. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's, um, <laughs> it's one of those, like, weird bits of, like, uh, I guess nerd trivia that some people either learn or pick up through geek osmosis. Mm. But, yeah, it, it happens where people don't know. Hmm. <laughs> well, okay. I'm, I wasn't just, I guess this wasn't just some sort no, no, of you, weird you mistake. Weren't. You weren't going crazy or anything. Like a bad sub or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's oh. not the case. Now I know. Um, <laughs> wow. That's, wow. Okay, but anyway, back into, to the, I guess, the the first arc or whatever you want to call it when he's learning how to, for, learning how to do the Hadouken and all that stuff. I didn't know that's how he learned it. I mean, maybe that's just how this, it's how it not, happens in this movie uh, or it's just, it's just in this movies in the series. The nature of Hado is a bit different in the games. Mm. Okay. So I kind of wish they'd stuck with this interpretation. What is it in the games? Yeah. Um, so the style that the, that Ken and Ryu use in the games, um, was, I don't know if it was mistakenly mistranslated or if, like, localizers just said, fuck it, we'll call it Shotokan Karate. Mm-hmm. As a little kid, I was kind of raised on the idea that, yeah, they just they just did karate. And, you know, when you get good at karate, you can fire blue flames <laughs> out of your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, to the degree that that's why characters like Ken and Ryu are called Shoto clones. Which is that basic setup of projectile... Some kind of move across the screen and uppercut. That's a Shoto clone. That's like a basic ass. That's like a basic bitch fighting character. Um, but yeah, the style that they actually use is called in Setsuken, I think. It's a uh, assassination's fist. The uh, story of uh, Hado and the style they practice is that it began as a killing art, like a assassination style martial art Akuma's moves look different from Ken and Ryu's because he's using the original form he's using the killing art whereas what Ken and Ryu use is a variation of that style divorced from the will to murder people and with the techniques altered somewhat so that they're potentially non-lethal Hmm. This is also where you get Dark Ryu. It's basically a combination of uh, him secretly having some some element of ruthlessness in him, and also there being a genetic trait associated with uh, Dark Ado. Um, I kind of forget the change that was going on. But yeah, it's basically... Um, it's all kind of like set to the fighting style. It's all self-contained within that specific uh, assassination's fist uh, art. Whereas here, there's like a very spiritual element to the use of the energy. It's uh, 
very much like the Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could like see Ken's pain and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like able to sense the intentions of his impo- opponent and use that as a means of uh, defense. Yeah. As well as like catching like weird visual indicators of his own internal conflict. Mm-hmm. His own intentions. Yeah. He's got too many questions. I think that's the best <laughs> way I've heard his character described. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a deeply spiritual element associated with it that mm-hmm. uh, you find in, I guess, uh, more ancient martial arts, like uh, Shaolin's a big one. Um, that aspect of it just uh, appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- what I did, what I did like about it was that, um, I guess unlike what I've seen in the games where he just does it and no problem at all, good to go. In this one, it's causing him tremendous pain and he doesn't have control over it. And he kind of has to master it and learn how to do it. Um, I, I like, <laughs> like the first time he used it, it like literally exploded and it just, <laughs> <laughs> he was on the floor and Ken was freaking out and, no, that that was that was great. I didn't expect that um, to happen with that such a famous move, and how you're always just seeing him use it without a problem at all. Well, yeah, the way it gets spammed in the games. Um, Mike, did you find some of the dialogue related to that scene amusing? Uh, what did he say? I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it was like, "There's something again. There's something inside of me. I'm, it's burning up. I don't know how to deal with it." I gotta shoot it out. <laughs> you know, I did not even pay attention to that. I just, Whoa. I guess I was just involved in the scene, but now that I think about it, yes, that does add another layer to the, <laughs> to the gay bromance. It's Ken and Ryu. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, how did they go over my head? <laughs> well, the, the, what's going on in there is pretty interesting, and, um, Unlike the other stuff, you're watching these parts for the first time, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do remember that kind of... Uh, it settled in my brain strange. I was like, eh, shoot it out, huh? Interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, the first time I saw that scene, I was like, the word... I was like, the wording on that's a bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, I was, like, re-watching uh, Choice Clips before we got started, and I was like, yeah, that feels intentional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do want to say I kind of glossed over him just because I've seen him so many times, but I still really love the, uh, the all the India stuff. That that episode where they go into the cave is just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's perfect. It's such quintessential, like martial artist like the struggle it it really personifies that struggle of like sort of spiritual like calm versus like the violent nature of conflict like mm-hmm. that struggle that you always see in shit like this where it's like you know it kind of asks that question like are you really how much are you solving with your violence and mm-hmm. and are you jumping towards violence too quickly yeah, too eagerly. Yeah. Uh, even though you mean well, you're doing this with good intentions. Yeah. You got to think about. Yeah, you know, like they kind of get across pretty well, like the element of collateral damage that comes with approaching life that way. Yeah, and it's also cool to to just see like here's what would happen if they 
really went at it. Like, if they just went no holds barred, no holding back, if they didn't know that they were fighting each other, if, yeah. and they just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, if they were coming at each other like uh, yeah. the other was trying to kill them. And, yeah, that was that was some pretty, like, brutal stuff. Like, it's all rough, but there was something about... Because I didn't know something like this could happen where fucking Ryu loses sight in one of his eyes. Blind. Almost blind. Specifically, getting hit in the head and losing your ability to see seemed pretty ghastly to me. Well, I assumed he got Mm -hmm. hit in the eye, because it did turn color. Um, Yeah, it went white. And then Dalzim fixes it, and I I did like the way... I do like the way they handle Hado here, where it's kind of like... It's sort of like... It's a little bit tangible, more tangible than the Force, but it's still kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, I like how Dalzim uses it for healing. Like, he has a different version of it. Yeah. Whereas they... He has uh, yeah. access to certain phenomena, but they uh, they kind of work around him being, like, too god-mode powerful by basically not making him a fighter in this. Yeah, he doesn't even stretch his arms or anything. He doesn't mm-hmm. shoot fire. He's. I really like the way they handled him. In this, he's not like, like a he's not like a caricature, and he's not like twisted into something that he's really not. Kind of like in the the movie where they just made him a doctor, live action movie. Mm-hmm. He's 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 just they they made they made his nature kind of take over, like mm-hmm. what his role here should be, rather than yeah. say, okay, here's here's another one. How are we gonna Use his powers to make a cool fight. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really love what they did with him. Yeah, I feel like uh, his integration of it into this might be the most inspired. Mm-hmm. In that it's simultaneously different, but suits the character as well, maybe even better than just kind of playing him straight and making him another fighter. Yeah, so knowing that they would do things like this and how they handled like Phelong and Guile pretty head-on, but they worked really well. I was pretty curious to to see how they were going to do Vega, and uh, straight on. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. It was hard for me to ever get like a grasp of him as a fighter in in Street Fighter. It's just like okay, he. I, I wasn't really sure what the hell his deal was, other than like he's like a all right, he's like a sexy Spaniard guy, and he's Spanish, and he flies around in a cage fighting. But like the whole matador thing, and like the weird like how he like they never really say what the fuck he does to Chun Li. Uh, yeah, they're yeah in the dub. I think they're like kind of implying it. It's it just just when anytime Ken's like you must have drugged her, just go with that. <laughs> Well, I thought that's what the kiss was. Like, he must something on his lips, probably. I think that was the idea. Yeah, he went... It's like, it would have helped if they showed him maybe coat his lips with something or some shit. Yeah, he kind of with poison it, ivy it on it or something. Like, yeah, it kind of just looks like, like, creepy sex magic or some shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they like, color the screen differently, and, like, he kisses her, and it's weird. What's funny, though, is that, like, everyone else in that room has that same glazed-over look as Chun-Li. Mm. Which makes me wonder <laughs> what Vega is doing at night. Wait, did they? Because I thought the rest of the people in the room have masks on. 
Well, they all have masks on. Yeah, I guess it's like well, they were all like cheering and clapping and like mm-hmm. happy to be there and stuff. Yeah, they were still kind of like out of it. Because they don't start. It's it's only at the end of the fight where Vegas kind of like dangling from the chandelier that they actually start screaming. I don't know. I I just kind of I didn't even pay attention to them. I just assumed that they were regular background people not doing anything interesting. But uh, fucking eyes wide shut parties. Yeah, that's what I thought going in. I was like, this is going to be a crazy fuck party. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, this is what this looks like. Well, let's let's hope not, because our heroes are teenagers. But yeah. Uh, speaking of debaucherous films, uh, I got some serious <laughs> American Psycho vibes when Vega was when we got that like five minute montage of him like flexing in the mirror. I was like, he's going to do some serious Patrick Bateman shit to to Chun Li. Yeah, I think he wants yeah. to fuck her and watch himself in the mirror while he does it. <laughs> he was creepy. Oh, yeah, he was full on, which is kind of on point with the character. He's got some He's got some pretty messed up backstory. They kind of get the bare bones of him here, where he has like a strange obsession with beauty, what they don't quite get across. Um is that he has an equal disgust for ugly things <laughs> and seeing them makes him want to murder. Hmm. Interesting. But there's also he's also uh, driven by vanity in a lot of different ways. And uh, I don't know if this is where it began, but I want to say in more than one instance, uh, Ken has kind of been like placed as sort of a rival to Vega. Due to both of them being pretty boys and both of them being like top tier characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Also, I feel like his his fixation with Chun Li is kind of like one of uh, several elements that was spat out from the uh, movie, the um, animated movie. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> when he was like charming her at the beginning, and she was like, "Oh." I was just like thinking back to that scene where he attacks her in, in the room and that when we watched the movie. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what to expect because it's when they were like, it's his 18 year old Vega. I was like, huh, I wonder if they're going to show a different side of him. And uh, not really. No, his whole thing is being psychotic. So, so what is what nationality is Vega again? Is he he's, uh, Spanish. Spanish. That's what. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, now I remember. Uh, is re- in regards to Vega's deal, technically, Mike, his fighting style. I think his fighting style gets listed as bullfighting slash Spanish ninjutsu. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> With Spanish ninjutsu being something he, I guess, pioneered, made up. Hmm. So it's basically he's using both the, uh, I guess, the kind of cutting techniques you would use in a bullfight alongside his own inherent agility and combining it with this whole cage fighting thing. So he's kind of like, it's kind of like a cross between a fencer and a luchador. Yeah. Yeah. It was. He, I like, I like his fighting style. It feels really distinct. Yeah, I didn't know that he was uh, a luchador. So, uh, not a luchador. <laughs> no, it's uh, not. It's a matador. A, yeah. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting to see. Mm. Seems like a good fit for him being a uh, psycho and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's like I murder things for the amusement of others for a living. I did enjoy the Ken versus the Bull episode. That was awesome. <laughs> um, and how like Vega was just watching, just enjoying it. And when he like he didn't give a fuck that some kids were about to get trained. No, he really did not. I mean, that just didn't even cross his mind. He just seemed like obsessed with just watching Ken fight that bull and just obsessed with Ken in general. Like he just, when he was fighting Ken, he just was really enjoying it. Maybe a little, well, well he can't stand anything more beautiful than he is. Well, yeah, uh, he made, okay. So in the sub, at least, I don't know if in the, in the dub, like he made a right, right before he was coming down from the chandelier. Actually, when he was swinging on the chandelier, he said uh, how beautiful Ken's eyes were or something. And yeah, he says something like that. <laughs> he says you wear the color red. Well, yeah. And then he just, He's licking the blood off the the blades, and he's just yeah, this guy, this guy, just this guy, this dude. Yeah, but the whole bull scene <laughs> was it was very dramatic. I mean, like when um, especially the part when the bull came at Ken, and it like it hit, I guess the uh, the horn went underneath his coat or something, and everything yeah. went slow mo for a second, and it just it's all yeah. dramatic. It's like really, really dramatic. And so that's for that suits for Sachi, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that was another point where I was kind of like, they're dragging this out. <laughs> they they do that. I'm starting to realize like the dramatic fights and stuff. Lot. Like I'm starting to notice more that they are dragging things out for time. Yeah, which <laughs> they don't really need to do. No, I think if they had cut an episode, they probably could have squashed more things like. Like that Vega fight in the middle was there was really no reason for it to stretch out into the next episode. Mm. Uh, the, it yeah. should have probably ended at the end of that episode and then followed up in the next one, but they they stretched it into like the next half. Yeah, you could have done that in either two or maybe even one and a half episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kept doing that with a lot of episodes. Just kept stretching stuff. I, yeah, really, like, I just kind of wanted them to cut the weird bits where it's like, okay, each of them does two moves, and then we go back to Ryu. Each of them does two moves, and we go back to Ryu. Yeah, like, for me, it was, like, it, the Cammy thing was just, uh, <laughs> we're going to watch her dance around this balcony for, <laughs> for, <laughs> for a full episode. <laughs> if you put if you put all of yeah. the footage together, you would probably have a full episode of just that. Yeah. Kissing that cross. Ooh. And yeah, we we don't need um yeah we didn't need we don't need a fake out assassination of Chun Li's dad. I mean, I guess there's something to that in scaring the audience since there's probably a sense of dread associated with this. Yeah, there really isn't any point to doing that other than <laughs> wasting time um also i love the dub um mm-hmm. but they like bauer just got finished telling cammy that she was english and then she speaks with this american accent <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make any sense to me yeah that can be a bit um that can throw you off a bit yeah 
<laughs> did the did the doctor speak English? Well, of course, speak English is in dub. <laughs> but uh, in the Japanese, the sub version, she didn't speak. She spoke Japanese. She didn't speak English. Yet every once in a while, when they're saying their moves or something, they would speak English. That kind of threw me off. Like it depends on the move. Like if the move was in mm. English or something like that, they might say it. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I mean, besides the constantly doing the Dragon Ball Z type of ending for almost every other episode, where it's just something <laughs> super dramatic happening, and then they cut, and that's where they open yeah. up the next episode. So many cliffhangers. More cliffhangers than they needed. It's it's going to be nonstop from this point on. Mm. I did enjoy it. I think between the two, uh, I guess, arcs or whatever, I really enjoyed that fight between Vega and Ken a lot. I mean... I guess Ken at near the end was just running on pure adrenaline because he was pretty. He well, yeah, that shit was gas. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. that was God. brutal. Especially the claws in the feet. Every, in the, yeah, oh, that, God. <laughs> everything that happened to his feet in that fight because like the claws in the feet and then that one bit where Vega fucking like slid kick. Mm, yeah, that first foot. I was like, oh God. Yeah. You sick fuck. That shot of Ken just screaming as he stands <laughs> yeah. up. He's like, ah! Oh, <laughs> oh, it was brutal. I was feeling it at that time. He was just just the screaming. The, the, oh, the screaming. Just so yeah, much of it's, it. It's, it's maybe a little unfortunate, if only because it may overshadow the good hits Ken gets on Vega. Right. Because I feel like there's like three or four, and, like, a couple of them aren't nearly as ghastly as some of those claw hits. Yeah. Like, like the hand knife where his, like, fingers were literally inside of Vega. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like, I, w- I was actually kind of surprised, like, damn, Ken's not fucking around. No, that was intense. It was really, really intense. That shit would have put me down and traumatized me for life if I caught that one. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oof, man. There were fingers in my intestines. I'm not getting back in there. <laughs> Fuck that. I will never fight again. So, I forgot the name of the move that Ken did at the very end. It's like his famous... Sure yeah, did. yeah. Um, he did the, the whole little spin thing and, and whatever. I mean, that that made him just pretty much black out at that point. I mean, he was pretty much done. But what I loved is, even though he was blacked out, like Ken made a comment and says, Wow, you're still trying to fight even when you're unconscious. And he just was coming. Well, I mean, he was more falling than trying to fight more. But um, I thought that hole was great. Like the way he was falling downward, like his blade. It still looked like <laughs> he was attacking. Yeah. yeah. It's just like he's just even unconscious. It still makes it seem like he's not going to stop. He's just going to keep coming at you. I thought that was great. Yeah, he was, he was brutally insane. Oh, very much. I mean, he sliced him on his shoulder, his side, his leg, in his foot, uh, no, back. Yeah, yeah Ken, Ken was looking like the end of Enter the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think after all the screaming, he made a comment and said something like, oh, why well, don't even feel this anymore? It's just, it's, it's not like, it's just a scratch. And it's just like, buddy, you are in so much pain. You are blocking that as best you can. Oh no, it's 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 endorsed. It's endor- okay, so that's all right. That's probably that's because you, you notice he passed out a second later. Oh, of course. Once that's the endorphins were done. Yeah, once that. Oh God. Ooh, I can't even imagine how much pain he would feel after that. I'm like when the Novocaine wears off. After you go to the dentist, you feel that shit. After that, it hurts. 
we're saying with your wisdom teeth. Anyway, um, what, uh, the scene with Bison and how he was laughing, he was really laughing. Oh my like, God. He was starting to look, at least the Japanese voice, it's just, he just sounded really like sleazy and really like just mm-hmm. kind of like, like pervy and, oh, it's just, oh man. It was just yeah. He sounded like like he sounded like he was sick in the head. Yeah, yeah, and just all combining that with all the smiling and just how much he enjoyed like the fight. I mean, he, had, like he and then when he found out who they were and just the thought of like all the evil shit he could now do. right. He, I mean, you could just tell he was like splooging in his pants at that point. I mean, he's yeah, just, like there's there's <laughs> something to be said for an evil laugh mm. and how how long it went on with him because like I was sitting there just. Watching that and remarking to myself, like, God, this guy's so fucking evil. Yeah, and it's like I hadn't even seen him do anything other than laugh maniacally, but it was like this guy's just like radiating. He just he, he's loving it. Like he he he's just radiating malice and dick. <laughs> and then when he was fighting with Chun Li, and I mean he was just like just feeding off of that fight, and then at the very end, it almost looks like she's dead. Um, he just drops her down and says, uh, pretty much like, God damn it, I did it again. I went too far. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then I love how he just kind of like, like, like does with his cape, like, he just goes back and forth, looks like, goes to Ken, then like swooshes back over with his coat. And then he looks at the guy and says, clean, you know, like, get them ready for yeah, court. Clean this mess up. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks out, whoosh, again, he's gone. I love it. He's just, just fucking swishes out of it. I mean, yeah, that was, that was another one where I was kind of surprised by like just the acknowledgement of how real the situation was from the hero. Cause like Chun Li, after trying to hit him with like the lights <laughs> and accidentally electrocuting him. Yeah. Like the thing's been like broken off to a point and she's like, fuck it. I'm a stab. <laughs> yeah. The- and he comes out. It does. Oh, oh, and like, what does um Bison do? Like, says, "Ooh, you're you're that kind of girl." Like, he's putting his hat down a little bit so he can't see her, but then he puts it back up. Yeah. Well, then there's also the bit where he's like, "Oh, you you can't swing that while holding your dress up," and she's like, "Yeah, fuck it." He's like, "Ooh." Like, fuck it. I got I got more things to worry about than you sneaking a peek. And then when he gets electrocuted, she thinks she has him, and he's like, "Yeah, I like this. You, I really like this." And he just, like, I guess, just pushes off to the side, and he just comes at her again. Man, that yeah, guy's creepy. I think he's got a similar. I think they're playing him mm. dead on, like the same Bison that was in the uh, animated movie. Mm. Seems like because he seems to. Uh, Is the same voice actor? Have a, yeah, it's the same okay, guy. I thought so. He's a bit more bombastic here. Whereas, like, up until the end of the movie, he seems pretty subdued. Um, and uh, he seems to have that same sort of, like, being, like, weirdly charmed by anyone that's able to hurt him. Like, the more the more uh, Chun-Li was able to hit him, the more excited he seemed to get, and the more he seemed to like her. Yeah, it's just... Ugh, God, he's just grimy. It's just, uh, and then when he was holding her by her neck, and it was kind of like a side view, you could just see this man is massive. He's just, oh, he's yeah. a, he's he's. Oh. It was it, it it came about because of that animated movie. I don't know why they decided to draw him so ginormous. Yeah, but it's stuck since. Then. He's really big. 
because in Street Fighter 2, he, excuse me, he more, he had more or less, uh, like regular proportions. Mm. He was about the same sort of average size. He was like, about the same size as like, uh, you know, Ken and Ryu. But yeah, when they went to that movie, they made a massive, and like, since Alpha, which was directly inspired by the film, uh, Bison's proportions have just been giant. Yeah, I'm not really quite sure what exactly his power is. I mean, lightning, something. No, 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 get oh, okay. Um, um, I, I get. Well, like if you if you look at like instruction manuals from the game, they describe it as psycho power. I psycho see. crusher. Because <laughs> when you first use it, I guess it's on his little lackey person, it didn't kill him or anything. I guess he can control how how much he dishes out. Or something. So I would have thought it looked like it probably would have killed him, but I guess he was just controlling the amount of psycho power. Oh yeah, no, it was it was like the psycho power equivalent to like backhand. <laughs> I yeah, think I you you would be. I would like to see Joe with psycho power. I think he'd be a good fit. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I I feel like more than that. Joe would just look good in that in Bison. <laughs> like, I think you could pull it off. Like some kind of weird leather daddy. <laughs> if you want to go that route, maybe go, maybe wear black instead of like red and blue. Mm, I'm definitely a leather daddy then. I was just picturing the Raw Julia outfit. He really didn't want to be interrupted. God, he was just loving that fight. Mm-hmm. All that was left was just for him. Just to, well, yeah, they were interrupting him with work. Yeah, yeah. Trying to, <laughs> trying to take in a fight, and it's like we got a call from your assistant. <laughs> it's like not right now. Not now. I'm feeding. This is this fucking cage fight going on. I'm feeding. Yeah, that. Don't mess with me now, man. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying that bloody foot. <laughs> I'm loving it. Yeah, so we got the return of Chun-Li, but also the return Mm. of the biggest badass of all time, Chun-Li's dad. (laughs) Officer Durai. Yeah. Durai's so cool. He he really is like having his own series of like Hong Kong action films (laughs) in the background of this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he's like I'm pretty sure he's into like the fifth movie now. <laughs> it's like Donnie Yen with a mustache. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, how many episodes did you say again or left or ten more? Uh, you think Dorai's gonna make it? Have you seen Jumper Cables? I've I've seen all. Okay. Oh, you've, okay. Do you okay. think Dorai's gonna live, Joe? Mm-hmm. Uh. I kind of thought he was really dead after that whole long, drawn-out, <laughs> should I kill him, not kill him. Yeah. Mm. Well, they hung on that. They hung on his corpse for so long. Right. I was like, yeah. What the hell is this? Is, like, someone who drew this jacking off? What the hell? <laughs> so, so the thing I don't understand about that is the type of move she did, I don't know why that would trigger blood. Uh, yeah, that was kind of like weird. Like broke it was just her fantasy. I got, apparently maybe, so. Maybe it was a co- maybe it was a compound. It was fracture. her fantasy. I guess because she was staring at him long enough. <laughs> it could have been three episodes. She was just in staring. In case there's some shit wrong with. Yeah, because um, there was. As it they made were, her religious. 
That was weird. Yeah, yeah. No, so I feel like the the Japanese when they're trying to like to d- depict Christianity, especially when practiced by foreigners, they treat it more like a compulsion <laughs> than an actual religion. Because why would you make the sign of the cross before murdering somebody? <laughs> I mean, In the name of God. Yeah, yeah, makes sense to me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but the thing that I thought was even stranger with that. Um, is that as they were, the camera was just focusing on him and this pool of blood, the blood kept coming. Like it just like the pool was just getting a little bit bigger. And just, but, but do you think she's going to kill him, Joe? I don't think so. I mean, after she kissed her cross I, and she walked away, I don't think she's coming back still though. It seemed a little long, just the pinch. I, yeah. Um, because he always dies in other media, and he's mm. like the motivating yeah. factor for Chun Li. But I, I just this version is so cool. I kind of don't want to see him go. Yeah. Well, they've already they've already done some different stuff. Mm. Like um, Sagat doesn't join Shadow, League, mm-hmm. for example. And uh, based on the episode preview, uh, Charlie is still alive. I'll be yeah. Well, I kind of assumed that this was a prequel, so that's. Assumed. Yeah, because that's the thing. Uh, Charlie and Chun Li's dad are both dead by the time we get, by by the time we get to their debut in Street Fighter Two. But you know they've done. Oh wait, so I was actually so the possibility exists that they might. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad that Mike said this was a prequel because I was actually wondering about that as I was watching all these episodes. I mean, Ken and Rio are getting beat up. Really, really bad. I mean, like it just—it feels like this is their beginning type thing. I mean, I guess if he's learning the Hadouken oh, yeah. and stuff. I mean, so okay, so this is—it really is feeling like a prequel. Like none of them are—they're all pretty fresh. Like they're not—they don't really know what they're doing. Well, yeah, everyone—everyone everyone is significantly younger. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, a lot of the characters are teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken, Ryu, mm-hmm. Chun Li, Fei Long, Vega. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Hmm. So, what would come next after this? I mean, uh, also, I think Guile is a sergeant rather than a. Yes, he is. (laughs) Sergeant Guile. Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Three. What else? What else? Uh, Yeah. So, if there were a sequel series to the to this, it would be Third Strike based. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. It would be. Actual no. Street Fighter. Mm. Yeah, it would it would kind of be actual Street Fighter, um, since this basically this would kind of fill the same space that Alpha did. Mm-hmm. Alpha takes place before Street Fighter One and Two. Yeah, mm. even though this is so, it would basically be like this is called Two uh, B though. I I don't understand. Well, yeah, it's based that. on it's based on Two. Mm. Alpha didn't exist before this. Yeah, I, I know, but they still like made it a prequel, but called it Two. Mm. Well, yeah, because it's it's based on two. Like all the characters are there. If it's a prequel to something, it's a prequel to like the tournament proper. Mm. I guess V is what's supposed to. Yeah. So in Street Fighter Two, how old is everybody supposed to be? Um, I think they're most of them are in their twenties. Mm-hmm. So this would take place like a couple of years before. Before, like, the Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would. Because I think the idea is that, um, 
uh, Ken and Ryu are like in their late teens or maybe early 20s when they enter the first Street Fighter tournament, the one where Sagat is the final boss. Hmm. Interesting. I never played that one. A lot of people haven't. Um, I think the game came out before we were born. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone just kind of knows Street Fighter 2. Like, it was a couple of years of playing Street Fighter 2 before I thought, wait, what's Street Fighter 1? Yeah. <laughs> and I think it would be like, I like asked my cousin once, who was a little bit older than me, and he was saying, oh yeah, it was it was different. It was just, uh, the only characters are Ken and Ryu, and Sagat's the final boss, and he doesn't have the big scar across his chest. Sagat. So we've basically gotten Street Fighter 1. In this show. Kinda, yeah. Is, uh, you know, we've already met Sagat and encountered him. There's no tournament here, but, um. I think that may be some of, like, uh. I guess the. some of the animated films influence peeking in that there isn't any kind of tournament at any point during this. Yeah. They're all just kind of on weird journeys that interconnect. Yeah, I mean, there was a... There's a... That fight with Vega is kind of... It's not a tournament, but it is an organized fight where Bison is watching. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We use very much a loner, isn't he? I got that. Um, not as much... Yeah, not in this show, but I think they're building toward it a little bit, just mm. even by the fact yeah. that Ryu has uh, been able to tap into the Hado before Ken. He's kind of mm-hmm. set down his, his mm. own little path. Or, and Ken is, I think he's done the Shoryuken before, but he's doing it here. So yeah. I guess they'll yes. um, teach each other that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like you can see the kind of building blocks there, especially with Ryu and the uh, kind of. Uh, self-reflexive and spiritual journey he's perpetually on in the games. I think this might be my favorite take on his uh, character, though. Just kind of, just because of, like, how comical he is. Yeah, I, I like it, too. He's he's less boring. He, he's not, yeah, he's he's very, not generic. Uh, wide-eyed and childlike. Yeah. Like, I don't know why it made me laugh so hard, but when, like, Ken was reading the invitation and Ryu thought it said Grand Brawl, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Hmm. Another thing I thought was kind of cute, is that the right word for it? I don't know. Uh, when Ken was getting his butt whooped pretty bad by Vega. And as he was feeling pain, Ryu could feel it too. They were just intertwined, connected. Yeah, one. A lot of that was the whole Hadouken. Yeah. Mm, But it it does stand out that the first thing he like feels taps into like the inner workings of the universe in the first. (laughs) Again, of course. That's the yeah. Yeah, the way you said it, you make it seem it's like like it's the Wayne's Brothers. Mm. Remember that episode of the Wayne's Brothers? I do not. I feel like I should. Uh, where they where they find out that Sean and Marlon uh, are like linked, and they both feel each other's pain. 
this one episode where where uh, where where John John Witherspoon's chasing him around. He plays the pop. He's chasing him around like this thing in the store, and they're going around in circles. And he's whipping one with a belt, and the other one is jumping. <laughs> it's pretty good belt. Oh man, I missed that show. I gotta watch that show again for a while. <laughs> Oh, they are one. When one hurts, the other feels. Oh. They're going to make a baby. Uh, I noted in prior episodes that uh, it seemed like there was a bit of damseling on Ryuzen. He seemed to be on the bad end of a lot of shit. And I think there's like a... There was a need for karmic rebalancing, which is why Ken got... Ken was the one getting messed up in these episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't notice that except with uh, regard to to Chun Li. I kind of like that they they didn't just like damsel Chun Li and they kind of put her together with Ken and Ken is all fucked up, so Chun Li is the one that kind of has to fight. But now they're both kidnapped, so. Oh yeah. Well, no, they're not ready for the final boss. Yeah. Yet. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, got drugged. Got drugged bad. Yeah, it's um, because it happens a lot with this show where I come back to it years later as a very different person than the one that watched it before and liked mm-hmm. it as much as I did back then. But this might be the first instance where I came back to it and liked it a bit more. Because huh. while I always liked uh, what was going on with Ryu once he discovered the Hado. Um, the I guess spiritual implications of it went over my head as a kid. Yeah, I will say one of the best character building lines, and I think we talked about this before, is when they they talk about the cave and how there's a treasure inside, and Ryu just goes, "If it doesn't have anything to do with Hedo, I'm not interested." Yeah, let me just say that uh, baby cables, aka spark plugs, thought that was like the smartest shit. Ever. <laughs> So again, it doesn't involve getting superpowers or being badass. It's <laughs> yeah, I like that. And like watching this, I was I, I became I became a lot more in tune with like the babby version of myself because I'm looking at all the stuff Ryu's doing, like particularly that scene where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go to this fancy party," and he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna go work on my superpowers." Yeah. And I'm like, "God damn, why can't that be my life?" <laughs> yeah. so, so wait, where did he go? Did he go to a That's, beach? Like, like when I, I would ask you okay. if you wanted to go somewhere, you'd be like, "No, nah, I'm gonna sit here and read manga." <laughs> <laughs> that was his superpower. It's it. It's not the same. Okay, so he was chilling. At I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably still read manga, just mm-hmm. not as much. Mm-hmm. I wonder what. You know, rather than like going to the, this fucking Planet Fitness and using the weight machines, it's like I'm gonna go to the beach and shoot fireballs off into the distance. There you go. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I just want that to be my life. <laughs> well, no one's stopping you. You can go out to a beach and throw fire around if you want. I mean, no, no, physics mm. is stopping me. I, as far as I know, there's no way to fire Hadoukens. Believe mm. me, Joe. I <laughs> well, that was was it? Chi key. I don't know which one. Yes, I've tried to tap into it. Yeah, no, but which one was was there? I forget. Was it Key Chi? I, I 
The it is. Uh, I thought they were different. Okay. Yeah, no. Mm, okay. Uh, well, just you just got to channel that. Focus real hard. I've been trying. Mm. I've spent more time than I should probably be willing to. <laughs> Whenever I try, I just end up farting. It's just, <laughs> just get too relaxed, too focused. It's like I'd be excited for anything, even if like I did the did the motion <laughs> and like there was like a gust. Of air <laughs> like that would be enough for me. <laughs> You're having a. Like, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can I can knock this tissue box off the desk. <laughs> And that would be my whole day. Your whole day. You start feeling a light breeze and you find out you're having a stroke. That's, that's what's happening. Uh, did I do no it? more. Ago. Did I do it? Your body can't take it. Did I finally manage to do it, sir? You are in a coma. Mm. You managed to do it. It's like, what's he doing? No, 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 no. Make him stop. Stop doing the hand <laughs> thing. Stop waving your arms around. It's oh. off. Man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. We're all going out somewhere, and I'm just sitting there with my hands all clasped together. I finally looked that up. He's that's his. He's trying to do CQC. He's trying to copy yeah. Snake. <laughs> that's what I kind of figured. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. But, uh, I guess anything you guys want to say before we go into recommendations? Mm. He's a fine robot. Mac. Okay, I got nothing. You know, I think it's in one of the X games. He can he can fire a Hadouken. Really? Ooh. <laughs> That's funny. X? In Mega Man X. I can't remember if it's the first, second, or third mm. one, but like... You can charge up to like three levels, and I think if you get this certain upgrade, the third level is like a Hadouken. Ah, nice. I love those games. Street Fighter. Good. Yeah. Um, I want to say, uh, things are going to get a lot more. Yeah. yeah. If the uh, you know if the like uptick in like violence and sinister elements wasn't already an indicator. Mm. I want to see my I want to see a bison fight. I want to see them just kind of all go at him. Yeah, it seems like oh you're gonna mm. part part of me is a little bit sad that we're not it's not we're we're kind of coming to the end of the adventures of like the the mm. wacky hijinks of Ryu and Ken. And like Bison has showed up, and it's like, oh, it's serious now. Um, like I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes, but like, I guess because I, I feel like I watched all of the wacky hijinks part, and and now that I'm watching new stuff, I feel like the wacky hijinks is done. Mm. But there's ten episodes left, and it seems like there's maybe a little bit more time left for like one little romp or something in between. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah, I I don't know why I felt this this way, but like I I felt like that when uh, Ryu learned how to do the Hadouken thing, that maybe Ken would have been jealous. But I guess that's just not his character. Maybe he was just always. No, he was he was really happy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. Like he was playing, like he he jumped right into the support. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah I, I kept it's... thinking that 
there were rivals or something. I don't like it. It just goes to show you how much he wants to fuck him. <laughs> it's, it's coming. Oh, uh, it's coming. He wants. I'm pretty sure he's. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, when he was tired and uh, relaxed. But yeah, I did make note of that, too. Um, mm. That he doesn't get jealous. And thank God, because that would have been boring. <laughs> A little too predictable. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, it was more or less just not what I wanted. Mm. And, though I also appreciate that they kind of. Um, they basically they give Ken a different path to go down with the Shori. Mm. That's true. He has his own destiny. That shit, that shit was heavy. He was he he basically propelled himself up. <laughs> he did. Man, God. He... Now imagine that kind of force hitting you. Mm. Instant blackout. That's what that was. You're not yeah, coming the, back. Yeah, the Shoryuken and getting stabbed at the same time. Mm. He just forced it in deeper. Oh god! It's all fucked up. Well, for, well, for a second, it forced it in deeper, and then when it like hit, it propelled it. Oh, man, so much pain. Just that. Ugh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, yeah. It was kind of hard to watch that for like, a little bit. It was oh, just, it, it yeah. just kept coming. He just kept slashing him. So much oh, pain. Really? Yeah. It, it was, <laughs> yes, it was So much pain. Yeah, he's strong. Give him that strong-willed. Oh yeah, Vega's scary. Like uh, in the game, Sagat's a bit scarier. But like, if I had to, if I had to point out like the one person I don't want to fight out of the episodes we've seen thus far, it's Vega hands down. That guy is just too much. Yeah. Yeah, the stabbing is is, and he's kind of a sadist. And I, I I don't think I want to fight anybody. Just because I, I would, yeah, my maybe Chun Li, I would get my ass kicked for that. For mm. sure. I would, I would get my ass kicked on purpose. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just keep hitting me. I'll stop until I say the magic word. There isn't one. Make him fear for his life, or else he can't come. That's right. For the safe word. Oh, wait, there is none. Mm, hit me till I pass out. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, you guys got anything to recommend, both in regards to Street Fighter 2V and these episodes in particular? Uh, I just got to play the other day. You mm. know how there was, like, the, the HD remaster of Street Fighter 2? And it, they like redrew the sprites and stuff. Oh yeah, HD remix. Yeah. So apparently there's a newer version of that that's like full screen and yeah. it's even prettier. Uh, it's on. The, you talking about the one? On the yeah. Is it only on the Switch? I think so. The uh, Ultra. Yeah, my yeah. friend. My friend had it. Yeah, my friend had it, and it was it was just so pretty and, and nice to see it. Mm-hmm. I kind of. And it's really a direct port. All the lag is the same. It just looks really pretty. I kind of wish they would have yeah. taken the the lag out and maybe updated it a little bit. But what the fuck. Uh, but yeah, that that's a, a very pretty version of Street Fighter. Yeah, it's pretty. It's really cool. I remember being super psyched for it. Um, still not on Steam. I mean, I guess I can just turn this damn PS3 on and buy it. I mean, it's only on the Switch, you said, right? Well, the uh, 
the first uh, HD remix. I can play. Yeah. Uh, but the new one is is really good. Yeah. And they, I want to say they added a couple characters too. I can't. Yeah. Well, there's a dark. Oh yeah, yeah. And they added a violent. Yeah, character. violent Ken sounds like a juggalo. Exclusive to SNK versus Capcom, but um, they added him in here, and that depiction of Ken is based on the version of him that was uh, brainwashed in the animated film. Oh, that makes sense. I was wondering about that. Yeah, it's it's, it's the basis for the character. Um, I think Akuma's in it too. Where was that your only recommendation? Um, I think so. Uh, Joe, you got anything? For some reason, this game is reminding me of Battle Arena Toshinden. I don't know why. Oh yeah, weapon. Yeah, that's a good game. My only the first one I really played, I played the heck out of that one. The second one yeah, it was okay, but yeah, I kind of want to play that game. You ever played? No, I, ne- I never got a chance to play the third one. Third one's weird. Weird in a good way or a bad way? Well, weird in the sense that, like, uh, rather than having like, uh, having the second character just be a palette, mm-hmm. it's a completely different character. Same moveset, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm. And the idea—I think the idea is—I'm not sure if it's with all of them or just with the bad guy, or rather the palette, the the duplicates of the good guy characters. Right. The idea behind the story is that, like, another organization has arisen, and it's, like, made up of, like, weapon-based assassins, and they've all been sent out to either kill or capture the participants of the previous Toshiden tournaments. Oh. I might want to give it a try. I used to fucking love Toshinden. I, uh... Mm-hmm. I, I think the one I, I played the most of was... I think it was like Toshinden 2 Remix on the Sega Saturn. Mm. Um, and that one was really good. It had, I don't know how the other ones were, but that one had full voice acting and like. Oh, wow. It was just this whole story and I was like into the world and like. It was the first time I ever heard the word Gaia and it was oh, uh, yeah. used as a boy's name. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I gotta track that shit down. I should get another Sega. Our Sega Saturn's cheap. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, mm. but like, I, I've been I've been debating internally, especially since I don't think they've, I still don't think they've figured out how to really emulate it mm. properly. And there's some games on that thing I just really wanted to play. Um, Mike, I was thinking about this. I almost ended up with a Sega Saturn rather than a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's what I initially wanted to get, and my cousin talk me into a PlayStation. I suspect more for his benefit than mine <laughs> because he was living with us at the time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we wouldn't have one of our bonding points had I gotten this. Oh, thing. yeah, Tekken. That'd be weird. <laughs> Interesting. Were you... And I don't, I don't know <laughs> if I'd have gotten into JRPGs sooner or later mm. since... My first proper JRPG was Final Fantasy VII. Mm. 
Yeah, you can buy a Sega Saturn Launch Edition on eBay for $84. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's not... That's not out of control. But it's <laughs> it's not dirt cheap. That's very doable. It's not ideal. It's very doable. It is doable. Yeah. Um, I don't... Joe, because I'm lazy, can you check Amazon for that, me? I don't really mess with that. That number is actually... Like, I would jump on that. Yeah, it's not absurd the way some of the collector stuff... Is. No, yeah, like, that, that's, yeah. that's pretty good, uh, considering... Yeah. Like especially for the generation, but also like I feel like it probably will go up in price. So I would, I would <laughs> jump on that if I had the extra money, maybe. Yeah, like the rest of the I'm looking on here, like a, pretty much the rest are bundles, and they're like way up there, like eight hundred dollars, almost four hundred dollars, and yeah. yeah but if, I w- I would imagine the games are rare and expensive. Probably yeah. Oh yeah, the games. Are probably like there's no way I'm gonna be able to. By like Snatcher. Snatcher came out on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they did a remake. Yeah. Yeah, and there's another one on here for like it's just the console, no controllers or anything, and it's uh, fifty bucks, uh, forty five dollars. But that's just the console, like okay. nothing else. That's not bad. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious on Amazon. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking at Amazon right now, and the first one that came up is yeah, the cheapest one on here is a hundred. Yeah. And that's just like yeah, that. mine mine got stolen back in the day, oh. so I would love to oh. to go back and kind of play all the shit that I missed on it. Um, not that I really feel like there was that much that I missed, except for like I think Snatcher was on there, and I don't think Police Knots ever came out on mm. there. Police Knots came out on the PlayStation. Yeah. Um. um there was uh. Well, I mean, I played. Uh, Fighter. Yeah, that, like um, that starter pack that was like that's what kind of had me, which was where it was a uh, it was Virtua Fighter Two, Virtual Cop, and I think Daytona USA. Yeah, like you got those three games with it, and I was like, that's that's the business right there. But they also had the uh, Panzer Dragoon series on there. Uh, there was a game I really wanted to play called Burning Rangers, hmm. which was. It was like powered armor firefighters. Whoa. Uh, you had a treasure game on there called Guardian Heroes that looked legit. Treasure games are the business. Um, like it had it had Darkstalkers on it. It was another pretty good fighting game. It had the Alpha series. had its own version of Symphony of the Night with extra characters. There's one more at the tip of my brain. I mean, Knights... That's an obvious one. Yeah. There's like one more on the tip of my brain. Crypt Killer. No, that's not it. But, <laughs> you know, if you want to play that. If you got, like, the Virtua Cop gun, you might as well. Yeah, I, I rented that one a lot. It was weird. I think that was where I learned what voodoo was <laughs> from that. I'm trying to think of something that matches the level of, like, brutality that that cage fight had. Only God forgives. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. <laughs> kind of calls back to that, uh, the, the Thailand saga prior to. Yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, yeah, there's, um, there's some, some chopping going on. Mm-hmm. Unbuck. Unbuck. There you go. Stabbing. Unbuck will do it. That's pretty much the mm-hmm. same level of the nutty. raid 
2. There you go. That 2. God damn, that's a good-ass fucking movie. I gotta see that. Fuck. Yeah, fucking Indonesia and Malaysia, those are kind of like the last places where you can get that, like, 80s Hong Kong-style action stunt extravaganza. <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of like the last place where the fight is about to hit. <laughs> <laughs> the one. How about that? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jason Statham attempts to do like a, a, a Brooklyn or Bronx accent or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've already recommended playing Shinmu. I did get that feeling watching this, but just because mm-hmm. they look alike and they're on a martial arts journey. Yeah, I think I mentioned in a pr- in a prior episode that like I want a game that's like this with the Shinmu engine. Mm. Man, you could go get eat food. Man, yeah, that'd be a fun ass game. Yeah, and then you have like like elements of like drop in multiplayer where like. You can either like meet up and do shit a la River City Ransom. Or maybe if you're like fighting and getting your butt kicked, you can call for help. <laughs> or set up like a dojo somewhere. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. Have people come challenge you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learn some techniques. Borrow some techniques. <laughs> Oh, one thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about the show is that, like, the move Ryu used to crack Ken's ribs mm. was a move Ken then used in the fight against Vega to break his. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was like this spin and counter elbow that uh, Ryu did and then Ken did it on Vega. Um... I can't really think of anything to recommend that I haven't already. Outside of playing the Street Fighter games and some of the uh, fighting game uh, anime, like I mentioned, uh, virtual fighters like this, but a bit more kid-friendly. Um, we talked about Toshiden, so maybe watching the Toshiden anime. Mm. Oh, yeah. Did we watch that? We didn't watch that. We haven't oh, we need to watch that. There's going to be... There's gonna be two episodes dedicated to Masami Obari, the guy who made the Toshiden anime. Because he did the Fatal Fury animes, but there's enough in there for a single episode. Mm-hmm. So we'll do the Fatal Fury stuff and we'll come back for the remainder. Uh, Toshiden, Kaiser, maybe a few episodes of Virus Buster, whatever the fuck. Um... Again, on the tip of my brain, I feel like there's some anime I saw that had weapon use and fights that were similar to that cage match. Mm. Also, I remember there was a movie I saw in my childhood that was basically blood sport with weapons. And I think it had uh, the big biker dude in it wielding a giant Bowie knife. (laughs) Whoa. It's a shame we don't have listeners. I could put it to them to find. <laughs> <laughs> put them to work. 
That's when will we know. ever have listeners? We need to have guests on. That's what we need to do. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things. I, I've been lazy about finding places to like advertise the show. I'll uh, well, when I have when I'm when I'm not being bent over by schoolwork, I'll uh, take some time out and send some emails. I'll just uh, I'll just call up Crunchyroll. Make some Facebook posts. I got some connection there. Yeah, let's call them up and be like, hey, let us do a podcast for you. Oh, God, that'd be so amazing. Crunchyroll presents the old Taku Connection. Oh, it just sounds beautiful. God, I want that. That would be amazing. The question is, is does anyone on Crunchyroll want that? <laughs> well, they, they don't know until it happens. They don't know they want it. That's, there you go. I don't know how they're going to take me bad-mouthing Moe. They'll take it. They'll take it. They'll take all of it. That's what they'll do. Because you told them to. Because I forced them to. <laughs> with violence. Yeah. Um, you know what? Watch, like, okay, maybe this is what I was thinking of, that cage. Mm-hmm. If you like that, watch the Grappler Baki OB. Mm, pull those nerves out. That's got a similar level of, like, violence to it. <laughs> Those very squeaky, thread-like nerves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you like uh, fighters that take to the air a lot, there's air mass. Oh, yeah. I did like when Dalzim did the like nerve pinches on those guys. Mm-hmm. What did he say? Something like, embrace the fear of total paralysis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Man, that's a technique. I want to go to India and learn how to do. Well, just pay me $100 and I'll send you somewhere. I can't promise they'll teach you what you want. But I can't promise. Send me into some. You're going to send me into some back alley to get stabbed <laughs> by a low rent version of Vega. Well, you learned something, did you? Don't listen to me. There you go. There you go. Now I have to learn Hado to get revenge on Joe. <laughs> uh, we tie. Uh, anything you guys want to say to the audience uh, before I do something having to do with five minutes alone? Mm-hmm. Nah, there wasn't. Uh, there wasn't enough going on in this episode for that. I don't know, man. Ken and Ryu. <laughs> Chen Li. There was, almost, there was almost something there. He was tearing that up. Yeah, I just... Uh, I, I, yeah, they, they, they just disrespect clothes in, this, in those episodes in Spain. Yeah. Oh, poor Ken. All that... Messed up his suit and then yeah. Vega messed up his skin. <laughs> messed up his skin. Indeed, he did. Marks. So many scars. Oh, he's going to be looking like Baki when those things heal. Mm. Don't worry, I'm sure where you'll give him a nice kissy kiss. Oh, I bet he's in. Oh, yeah. He's going to just caress those scars. Well, here's a question for the end of the series. You think uh, Ken and Ryu are finally going <laughs> to. Eiffel Tower Chum Lake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I think they'll start, but then ask her to leave. I think that's what's going to happen. I feel it in my gut. I don't know. Ken's definitely bi. Really? Hmm. Well, he's all into Ryu, but he also hits on any woman in front of him. That's true. I can't really read. I don't, I don't know about Ryu. Sometimes he comes off as it. He just seems like. Um, they're trying to play him as, like, uh, comically asexual. Yeah. But, like, he seems kind he of. He just seems super gay with Ken. <laughs> That's right. He just seems. Yeah, that sounds about right. So many emotions. <laughs> so many emotions. The opening and closing theme is Synthetic Highway. Please check out its creator, Submorphine, at soundcloud.com slash submorphine. Preview theme slash promo theme is Anime Raku. Please check out its creator at facebook.com slash squareon, S Q U A R I O N. Also check out Squareon's The Flash Project, Project Stick, at facebook.com slash Project Stick. For old episodes and new episodes as they come out, please subscribe to us on soundcloud.com slash radio. You can also subscribe to us on Facebook facebook.com slash radio on twitter at radio or through android itunes or google play if you want to talk to the host individually i'm on twitter at connect. joe is on twitter at magp returns and mike is on twitter at hyper90s